Welcome to Share Truth Plus Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman, and today in studio we have with us Walker Wildman. Welcome to the show. Good to be back here. Yeah. I think I was on a few months ago. Good to be back. Yeah, we have you on a, a few times, uh, more than a few times a year actually, but usually to talk about something related to what's going on in the political scene Yes. at the time. So hey, I want to say I'm, I'm happy to be on too. Oh, you are? Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> good. That's I didn't glad. want to interrupt y'all, yeah. but I'm glad to be here. <laughs> good, yeah. Well, this show is no different. This time we are talking about, of course, the election coming up. Mm. And uh, Walker, as a person who is very interested and in into politics like you are, are you dreading it or are you excited? <laughs> well, I'm actually excited. I'm kind of ready to get it past us. Um, yes. <laughs> I think the, dread, the dreaded part is, is, has been, has come and is almost gone. Good. So uh, <laughs> the... the, the uh, suspense over mm-hmm. how it's going to go, you know, whether we're going to have actual results on election night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to moving past this. Um, not trying to rush it, but, you know, we all can have uh, too much of some things, and mm-hmm. I've had about too much of this election cycle. I think so, yeah. <laughs> how about you, Wesley? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I may, I guess I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm looking forward to the actual night and getting the results in and um, mm-hmm. just... Um, you know, praying and hoping for uh, what we've been praying for at AF yeah. one A four is a fair and clean election. As yeah. far as the, you know, as far as the the ballots go, mm-hmm. I mean, all that we've seen with mm-hmm. um, voter fraud, and and then yeah. of course the possibility of mailing and extending the deadline, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then when it's all said and done, I think the the best prayer that we can offer up is that it be a fair. Yeah, and and whatever the results yeah, are, you'd you'd think that that wouldn't be too much to ask, right? But, I mean. Sure. This year, things have been just so uncertain. I mean, the the election is no exception. Yeah, yeah. we've seen uh, just over the past month or two, we've seen the Department of Justice in Washington D.C. prosecute or indict um, uh, many um, U.S. postal workers who have dumped ballots <laughs> wow. in creeks, rivers, um, back alleys, dumpsters. So. Wow. Um, that's happened. I, I've seen at least uh, probably 10 cases, oh, uh, 10 indictments across the country. So mm-hmm. there's probably more at local levels. Um, but the good thing is, is our, is our, our law enforcement it. is on top of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there they're, they're yeah. intercepting this, uh, these shenanigans from the get-go. So uh, that's that can give us some kind of confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, AFA has a, um, a resource that we put out every year, mm-hmm. um, the, the AFA Voter Guide. Um, so if people are still um, if people are still wondering about all of that kind of information, can't they go to afa.net and get some more information? Yeah, it's that? actually our governmental affairs affiliate, AFA Action. AFA so Action. So it's our 501c4 right. affiliate, AFA Action. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put together the AFA Action iVoter Guide, mm-hmm. and it's a very, very informative voter guide. It goes down and lists what candidates stand for, who gives them money, mm-hmm. what their policy positions are, so you can uh, get that voter guide for free at yeah. afaaction.net. Right. Um, so now a, a lot of my, uh, our listeners, and I would have to say myself included, 
are just sort of lost in the <laughs> in the in the weeds of everything that's been going on. Uh, but you at least know who's running. I know right? who's running. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. I know. I think at least one third party candidate who's there running too. So I know things yes. about what's going on. Yeah. But what is a can somebody lay out a clear as much as you can basic picture of what we're looking at here? Yeah. So what we have going on uh, on Tuesday, this mm. upcoming Tuesday, November third, we have a a full uh, election cycle uh, uh, voting date. So, yeah. th- so what's happening here is you've got the pre- everything from the highest office in the land, mm-hmm. president of the United States, all the way down to local mayor, city council, yeah. and various other local um, elections. Mm-hmm. So this is really an all-encompassing election. Unlike a midterm, a midterm is in the middle of a presidential mm-hmm. uh, term, uh, year number two of the presidential term, you will have what's called a midterm, right. where you have Congress and others uh, on the ballot, but mm-hmm. not the president. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a full election cycle where we have the president uh, all the way down to mayor on the ballot uh, across the country. Yeah, a lot like a local mayor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good point to bring up too. This is not just about the president. Uh, as important as that is, there's a lot more that is going on here. So sure. this is not just a, a, a decision about who's going to be in the White House making those important decisions. This is across the board, really. Mm-hmm. And let me say something else about that. I know mm-hmm. that for young adults that have a lot of things going on, and maybe even some of adults that have a lot going on, it's easy to think, and I understand the, the thought process of this is it happens every four years. Mm-hmm. It's just another election, and yeah. um, it's really no big deal. Mm-hmm. Not, 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 I'm not saying that person <laughs> saying they're not going to vote, right? But they're saying, look, it's just you know, vote, you know, move on. Yeah. And I understand um, that God is uh, sovereign; mm-hmm. He's in control, and I understand that we also have a responsibility. I do agree that yes, it does happen every four years, and I understand that. People can make things bigger than they issues than they could have been and all that kind of stuff. However, the reality is, set all that aside, mm-hmm. and the reality is, whoever's in charge, you have to live with the consequences of their right. decisions. Yeah. So if you look at it like that, yeah. whoever does win, mm-hmm. um, you have to live with the like, like I said, with the consequences of mm-hmm. that person or that that administration. Right. Because they surround themselves with other people that help mm-hmm. make them dis- help make decisions which has been so crucial for the Trump administration. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He has surrounded himself with uh, just a whole bunch yes. of evangelical mm-hmm. Christians and conservatives. Mm-hmm. Even those that were not necessarily Christian, they were f- Christian friendly. Right. So he's surrounded himself with a lot of good people. And we've seen the benefits and, and the uh, consequences, good consequences of that. So with all that said, hmm. um, let's not take this opportunity for granted. And by saying, well, it's just another election that happens every four years, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, because if the if the pendulum swings the other way, we'll also have to live with those consequences That's too. True. And don't think that those consequences are just um, for big corporations or people that that things that don't affect you. Right. It's easy to think that when somebody's in charge like this, it won't affect you, and it does. <laughs> so. Yes. Well, I mean. Uh, if if 2020 has taught us anything is that what does happen in washington will affect you yeah i mean, I mean absolutely. decisions will a touch can touch everyone they don't always i mean i've seen a, a one or two presidents come and go in my life kind of stay the same sure but this past year mm-hmm. you can tell that sure. you are living under a when government you, yeah when you <laughs> yeah, when you open up your paycheck uh, yeah you got a too, tax yeah. cut yeah. i'm just saying very yeah, visible you know the the uh, the the 
the, the election cycle, uh, voting is very, very important. Mm. And I think to Wes's point, sometimes we take it for granted. I mean, yeah. I'm included here. Mm. But especially local elections, sometimes we, I don't pay attention to it enough. But the um, we should be involved at every level of society yeah. and government. And everywhere Christians can maintain an influence is a good thing. Yeah. Because our values, which are godly values, that also not just look out for our brothers and sisters in Christ, mm-hmm. but but godly values also look look out for for everyone. They protect right. everyone, even the least of these in society. And so Christian uh, 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 public policies based on Christian values, biblical worldview values, those policies are for the good of humanity. They're right. for the good of mm-hmm. everyone. So it's not just about us and protecting Christians and, and religious liberty. Um, it's about advancing truth and liberty and justice Difficult. across the board. Mm-hmm. And um, we cannot sit it out. We don't right. need to sit it out because in all other areas of life, Christians are never called to sit it out, whether mm-hmm. it's sharing the gospel, being a good influence. We're never anywhere in Scripture instructed that we can kind of be a Christian one year and then the next year we can take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a believer and being a good witness is a 24-7 job. Yeah, and and that goes down to the motive. I know a lot of people, and I think a lot of young Christians um, who are just, who are frankly just very tired of it all, mm-hmm. and I and I completely understand that. They can get to the point where they're like, "Well, why even bother?" Like, I mean, we're not called to, you know, our enemy is not flesh and blood, that kind of thing. And sure. I, and I and I agree with that. Um, but you have to look at the motive of why we're engaged. We're not engaged to win earthly battles. Right. Right. You know, this is engagement because one, we need to be obedient to God yeah. who told us to be salt and light. And he said, you are salt and light. It wasn't just a commandment. It was a statement of just truth. Like right. you are salt and light. So what does it say about us when we're not? Therefore, let your light yeah. shine among men. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, our country has fought many physical battles, yeah. um, world wars, and we've won all of them virtually. <laughs> Um, but, you know, I think America's at a, at, at a place where we're fighting amongst ourselves. And we've yes. already had one civil war, and I hope we don't have to go down that path again. Mm-hmm. But we're at a point where we had our, our forefathers came before us, and some of us just a couple generations away, they fought all kind of foreign battles mm-hmm. and they put their life on the line, blood, sweat, and tears, and many of them died for our freedoms mm-hmm. so that we can go to the ballot box uh, every, every year and, and elect our, our representatives. So I think... I think Christians here in America have to get tough, and we have to learn that that this battle for really the soul of America and which direction this country is going to go on, are we going to keep freedom or are we not, right. that the, the least we can do is mm. is vote. Very, and, very uh, least. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the media and the political stuff, it gets tiresome, <laughs> but I, I think... I think that's even more reason to be involved. And that's yeah. more reason to support what we do here because we take the time that's each good. and every day yeah. at AFR and AFA. And then, of course, the uh, sister ministry of that, Engage mm-hmm. Magazine. You can go to engagemagazine.net. Mm-hmm. We keep up with all this stuff. This is yeah. what we do every day. And we can help give you what you need mm-hmm. and also help you uh, dissect uh, through all the weeds. Uh, so, yeah. so, Walker, my question for you I want to know, when we go to the ballot box on Tuesday, we are voting for a deacon, right? Is that what we're voting for? Or is it, or well, is it an elder or pastor? If, what you're, if you're a deacon at your local church assembly is on the ballot, then that's probably a good then sign. technically you are. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good, good sign. sign yeah. So, um, yes, it, it, it would be ideal if we had peop- members of our church on the ballot also running for, mm-hmm. for, for civil government. Yes. That would be 
a very good situation yes, to be yes. in. And in some instances, that is the case. You know, right. sometimes you go, might go to church with someone who's on the city council right. or maybe they're school a board. county commissioner or school board. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we, whenever we can get brothers and sisters in Christ involved in local government and leading local and, and county and state and mm-hmm. national government, that's perfect. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case. Yes. Oftentimes, yeah. there are people on the ballot who may not even share our religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Right. They might not even identify as Christians. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just have to use discernment and wisdom to look at the policy positions right. mm-hmm. of everyone on the ballot and then pick and, and decide which one closely shares shares our values the closest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's the way you look at that. And I said that tongue-in-cheek, and I, hopefully our audience got that, but I was being sarcastic because so many times we uh, Christians can get caught up in a, a pie, pie is it piety type attitude? Yeah, yeah. pious. Uh, mm-hmm. Pious type attitude in the sense that we're looking for all these specific things in a, in a person's character. Mm-hmm. When in re- and then in the, in reality, when they get in office, you know, that's while that's very very important. Mm-hmm. The things that they do, yeah, are far and their yeah, policies are far true. more important. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong; you don't want to dismiss character that that mm-hmm. matters. But at the end of the day, the people that surround themselves with good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what does it say? Bad company corrupts good character, mm-hmm. and I, I I would I would submit that uh, Trump has made tr- some progress mm-hmm. in his character mm-hmm. from the time he came into oh, office yeah. to now. That's now true, he, now there's a true. lot there's a lot. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about pro- pro- progress. And mm-hmm. now is he where we would like him to see as an evangelical Christian? Sometimes as far as the way he maybe back. in the next eight. Well, years. you know what? <laughs> let me step back on yeah. Well, let, let me step back on that too. Mm-hmm. While that's true, the reality is too is that he is. Um, a lot of the times that he says or does things that you know makes you catch mm-hmm. your breath or go, oh, I don't know if I'd have done it. A lot of times he's do, he's directing that toward the enemy mm-hmm. if you think about it, and so that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, right. if he's combating uh, wrongdoing an enemy and the enemy in that way. So. Well, the, the th- here's the thing about about uh, the candidates. So, you know, for years, our uh, the media and many of us uh, just voters, we've looked at. How a candidate talks when they're how on the stage. How candid they were, and what they do during press conferences, and how nice they how seem articulate. to be. How yeah. articulate. Yes. So, but really, that doesn't tell the full story right. because yeah. when you look at President Trump, for an example, and then we'll talk about uh, former Vice President Biden. Mm-hmm. When you look at President Trump, he actually displays pretty good characteristics mm-hmm. for the most part. Every once in a while, he'll call someone a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his There's political opponents, yeah. he'll call him some kind of name that's inappropriate. Um, or he lets some expletives fly yeah. on occasion. But when you look at the over, his overall positioning as a leader of the free world, he actually makes pretty good decisions. Right. He, for the most part, is honest. I mean, he tells things like they are, whether we like it or not. Um, and he, people who come after him and accuse him of things that he hasn't done, he fights back against them and he calls them out for their lies. So really, overall, there's this... There's this comparison between him and a Sunday school teacher, which I get, or him and a deacon, mm-hmm. but they're really two completely different positions mm-hmm. and two really two different standards that mm-hmm. you have yeah. for electing someone in your church body or someone to run the free world. Uh, so that being said, but also that's uh, that's from a surface level. Yeah. So you might look at, at Barack Obama, who was the former president, and go, man, he was just a great guy. I mean, a good family man, yeah, yeah, there you all go. that stuff. But when you look, when you pull the curtains back, 
the kind of things that that, that President Obama and mm-hmm. former Vice President Biden did while in office were very corrupt things, yeah. very illegal things. I mean, we're seeing this with Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. They were cutting foreign business deals. They were cutting business deals with foreign governments. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were ba- basically selling access to their family while mm-hmm. he's the vice president. Yeah. Uh, so he, there's no way he can make unbiased decisions in the best interest of America when he has China funneling hundreds right. of thousands of dollars into his personal bank account. Right. Hmm. That's corrupt. So that is that is against scripture. Yeah. And um <laughs> and so when you when you pull the hmm. curtain back past the tweets and the occasional name calling, there is a clear difference between the character the character traits of different candidates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean frankly, it doesn't bother me if someone's mean. You know, like that. Sometimes that's actually a that's a good quality having a leader. Somebody has some intestinal fortitude to say, you know, what's on their mind. Right. I mean, certainly you need to be diplomatic, but it doesn't bother me, and I don't think it's unchristian to vote for someone who is not polite. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know, and so that's one of the things we wanted to point out. So we've talked a little bit about Trump, and we've talked a little bit about uh, Vice President Biden, President Trump is what I should say, Mm -hmm. and Vice President Biden. But, okay, so let's, uh, for the time being, you've pointed out both of them, or well, you've pointed out, you know, some of the things about Trump, and I mentioned something that some of the things that may cause some uh, Christians or some people like, oh, man, I don't know if I'd have said it like that or not like that. But the same thing is true for Biden. I mean, he called Trump a clown. He called <laughs> President Trump a clown on live right. TV. Right. The list goes on of... That, so let's just cancel out the name calling, okay? And let's, let's say that they both could do things better at times. Yeah, yeah. Sure. In, in, in the way that they communicate. Sure. Okay, so let's cancel that out and let's look at the policy, Walker. So what are the That's major good. difference between um, the Trump administration, the pres- the Trump administration, and the Biden administration? Yeah. So basically, let's let's start at forty thousand feet and then we'll we'll sure. drop down mm-hmm. um, uh, below the clouds. The uh, the forty thousand flyover forty thousand foot flyover view is basically you have one party in America, uh, held uh, led by President Trump, the Republican Party, who believe that individual believe in individual liberty, individual freedom, mm-hmm. meaning if at all possible, let's leave decision making up to the individual mm-hmm. instead of government uh, top down mandates. Um, so mm-hmm. that's a that's a and that that goes through economics and various other things. Uh, you also have the Republican Party who believe that. When our founding fathers wrote the Constitution, they actually meant what they wrote. Mm. So you get back to our original intent, and as our founding fathers wrote the Constitution, that's how we should apply it. Um, so those are two main differences. And then lastly on that, uh, getting into the individual liberty part for the Republican Party, uh, many in uh, many conservatives and Republicans also believe in economic freedom. Economic freedom means let's, let's mo- remove the government Let's bring in entrepreneurs and free thinkers and let people have great ideas and do capitalist uh, free market systems that actually grow wealth. And not just yeah. grow wealth for the people at the top, right. but they allow people who, who immigrate to America. There's tons of stories of this. They come to America dirt poor, mm-hmm. and then they have a great idea on how to do something, yeah. a product or a business or a food or something. They end up becoming multimillionaires and bring their entire generation, their entire family, mm-hmm. out of poverty. There you go. <laughs> and and so th- that can only happen in America. Yeah. So those mm-hmm. are just a couple ways that the Republican Party, a couple of the values mm-hmm. they represent, and then you can get into more specifics if you want to. Mm-hmm. When you look at the Democrat Party, you look at Joe Biden. Fundamentally, the, the Democrats for years have believed, and they'll say this: they believe in more government intervention. Yeah. They believe in more government regulation more government mandates, 
Uh, oftentimes they believe in more taxation. They believe that if they tax more that they bring in more government revenue, thus the government is able to do more for the people. That's how they would describe it, even though that sometimes actually works counterclockwise. Right. Um, so so uh, government intervention. Also, the um, uh, Democrats have a very different foreign policy view compared to President Trump. Democrats view um, many of what I would call our adversaries, Iran, North Korea, China, mm-hmm. uh, and Russia, and others, they, they view them as not adversaries, but they also try to appease. Many Democrats think that the way to peace is appeasement, meaning you send Iran a couple hundred million dollars in cash on a plane in the middle of the night, and then Iran will somehow be nice to us. Uh, <laughs> and you see that with various other policy decisions. So wow. it's, a, it's a very naive position on, on the world stage, and it really allows our enemies and our adversaries to advance on our position and advance on us economically, meanwhile, we're trying to appease. So those are just a couple differences. Yeah. Hey, and I don't know if you mentioned this. Uh, you may have briefed over it, mm-hmm. but another big difference between the two. And by the way, we have uh, on our show notes, we're going to have a party p- platform link mm-hmm. from afaaction.net, afaaction.net. So we'll link that there in the show. Yeah. Uh, one of the, another major difference that would be most of um, – uh, most of, of most important to us as Christians is the issue of life. Mm, yes. I mean, it's not even it's a non-negotiable. That's and it's sure. not even primary right there. And they're yeah. not even they're not even comparable. Yeah. Um. So you you would want to go look at that Man. for us as Christians. We've had uh we've been blessed and and through our reprieve over the last three and a half years we've experienced the most pro-life president of our yeah. lifetime. It's true. Sure. And possibly since Roe versus Wade. Yeah. You know, Wesley, that's a that's a selling point for me if I'm a voter because here's the thing, uh, President Trump has appointed he just appointed his third Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. Guess where baby killing is going to end? It's going to end at the Supreme Court. Yeah. There you go. It, it has mm-hmm. to. It has to go to the Supreme Court, and then it gets bumped down to the states, and then we all can get the states to pass constitutional mm-hmm. amendments to yes. save babies' lives. So uh, we that doesn't happen without conservative constitutional justices on the Supreme Court. And I know many people, that was a, a top issue for voters in 2016. I think it will remain a top issue in 2020 mm-hmm. because President Trump, hypothetically, if he gets another term, he could appoint even more Supreme Court justices. Yeah. Yeah. He could end up leaving office in 2024 having appointed four to five of, yeah. the, of the nine wow. Supreme Court justices <laughs> mm, wow. in our country. So. The, the issue of life is very important, and the Supreme Court plays, plays a vital role in that. Yeah, and we're going to get to our election predictions at the end, so hang on for those that oh are gosh. listening. Don't ask our me, man. <laughs> hey, hey, you can make, hey, you can make something up. I'll make something up. You make it up, Jordan. We don't care. Uh, it's just a prediction. You it's just be, prediction. Yeah. I guess we're not betting anything. No, no, not betting anything. <laughs> hey, before we do, there's a couple of things I wanted to mention mm-hmm. to our audience, and that's that Walker and myself and a couple other staff members We've traveled around to six of the swing states over the last 12 months, and we visited them. And while we were there, we talked to many of the AFR and AFA listening uh, supporters. And we've met, we, I met a handful of engaged yeah. listeners, mm-hmm. too, uh, those that are listening right now. And I just wanted to thank you all for being there at those events and let you know we did do something. We did our part. Yeah. Now, we're trusting God with the results, but we went around and we uh, shared the gospel. We... Um, talked about some of these issues that I just mentioned that would matter to our supporters, and we did that. Also, too, I want to remind our audience that on November the 3rd, AFR, here on Mm -hmm. this radio station, we're going to cover live 
uh, updates of the election, and that's going to start at 6 p.m. Walker, you're going to be on there, and who else? Yeah, I'll be uh, on there hosting. My dad, Tim Wildman, will be on there. Our dad, Tim Wildman. Ed Vitagliano, Fred Jackson, and various others. So yeah, it's going to be a great, be great event. Mm-hmm. So you can listen on a terrestrial radio station. You can go to AFR.net, or you can download the AFR app. Those are the three ways that you can get live well, yeah. coverage of what's going on with the election uh, from a Christian worldview. That's good. Uh, also forward that to other people. And I have a Bible verse we're going to close with, but mm-hmm. before we get there, what else do we got? Well, I mean, I just want to reiterate, like, the, I'm just thinking about that. The, the issue of life, honestly, for me, personally i think for a lot of christians out there is a primary issue and there's there have been statements made by unfortunately christian leaders mm-hmm. where they they're like i'm voting for biden um because we can't be a single issue voter mm-hmm. and they'll and they'll mention yeah. abortion and i'm just like i don't understand that mentality yeah. because sure. i mean maybe re- maybe people have, that, yeah maybe yeah. people have gotten callous about the issue about abortion and just mm-hmm. kind of lost the idea of what it actually is but this is a this is an opportunity here yeah. for us to turn that tide finally and i mean it would be it's my prayer that in the next term whoever whoever ends up in the white sure. house sure and and one yeah. more thing and then we we'll, i know we got in on predictions but yeah. the uh, uh the life issue is of critical importance and we cannot to your point mm-hmm. jordan become calloused or or accept a, a baby killing as the norm as that yeah. it's always got to be a part of society that doesn't have to be the case i mean yeah. you could if people fell asleep and forgot about slavery and how horrible of a system that was mm-hmm. and how how it mistreated hundreds of thousands of people in our country, mm-hmm. um, we, we could have become callous to that as Christians, but instead we woke up to mm-hmm. it and helped turn the tide on that. And the last thing I'll say here yeah. is our goal here at AFA and Engage Magazine is to zim- simply present yeah. information mm-hmm. where people stand on issues and l- let you make up your own mind, make your own informed decisions. So that's what we're doing here throughout this entire show. Yeah, we'll have the party platform, like I mentioned, on our show notes. And Cedra, our producer, should going to get it up on our social media page. You can go see it at afaaction.net, afaaction.net. Okay, for my prediction, and, don't, and <laughs> I'm just going to gonna shoot. I'll, I'll go as long or as short sure, as you yeah. want me to go no, here. you go ahead. I think Trump's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, he has accomplished too much, even pre-COVID, I understand. But I think most people are going to forgive Right. The fact that uh, invisible virus pandemic has swept our country and knowing that that's not his fault, right. you know, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to win. So, Well, uh, there was a time where I said uh, Biden is 100% going to win this. Mm-hmm. And um, because of just the, everything that I've seen was just anger towards the Trump administration. Yeah, yeah. But I, was there too. Um, I honestly think that. I think it's 50-50, just in my mind. Um, I think that there's going there's a silent majority. So, so you think you think it's going to come come down to turnout? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, that 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 President Trump he has the momentum on his side right now. He mm-hmm. he didn't have the momentum just weeks ago. No, yeah. He has the momentum now, mm-hmm. and I but I think it's going to be razor thin. I think it's going to be very tight. Mm-hmm. He I predict he wins the electoral college by less than ten. Electoral votes. A little, wow. a little closer than last time. He'll, he'll have he'll some somewhere somewhere between 270 and 280 electoral college votes. So it'd be a little yeah. closer last time. What's going to get him over is the Philly white riots. The Philadelphia riots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's we'll going to that's going to push him over. That could backfire. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Exodus 18:21 in closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but select capable men from all people, men who fear God, who are trustworthy, men mm-hmm. who hate dishonest gain. And appoint them as officials of thousands, hundreds, and fifties, mm, and tens over the people. Well, Jordan. and that's what we want to leave you here with: and share truth, apply scripture, and like we always say at the end, share truth and apply scripture every week. We'll see you in the next episode.